Is there a way to stream this to the fate to You're on. You're live, sis. Um, <laughs> where you want to stream it to? To um the website. Oh, we're streaming it to the Facebook page. And uh, I haven't looked to stream it to the website. Okay. We'll have to do that later. I'm Dr. Gina Ross, and I'm running for U.S. Senate for the state of Missouri. I'm good trouble because people are my first priority. I will stay true to all people as I stay true to myself. I'm unbossed, unbought, and unbiased, paving the way for change. Please follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or go to my website, RossForUSSenate.com. We're better together, building a better tomorrow beginning today. Business as usual is no longer acceptable and feel free to make a contribution. No dollar amount is too small. Thank you very much.
free from people, free from myself. There's a liberty in Christ. I am. Well, welcome to another hanging out session with Dr. Gina Ross. All right. Hey. Mm -hmm. You just are... listening to that intro. I'm like, oh goodness, you know, because I made that while I was recovering from COVID as a long hauler, and now my voice sounds the same again. That raspy feel, but I feel good. Well, I'm glad that you feel uh, better and that it is getting better, and that you are taking the time to hang out with us today and chat with us. Um, we're going to be talking. Uh, uh, just let's talk. Let's chat. And let's okay. talk about, um, you know, some things that are uh, up and coming. We know that the Missouri voter registration will end here in the state of Missouri uh, on July the 6th. Oh, so great. just to let people know and be aware of that and everything. I think that's important to, you know, let people know. Uh, now, the um, we already have comments rolling in but i do want you to i want want to uh, thank you again for giving us this opportunity to hang out and to uh, just you know be be available to answer questions you know some people are the the you know candidates we don't you you don't run from from hard questions and that's one thing that i like about what your uh, your campaign? You don't run from hard questions, and already we do have a question from Jack Williams, and he uh, Jack Williams' friend there on Facebook, and he uh, Jack, I think it's J A C J A C Q U E uh, Williams. So I don't know if it's Jack A because it could be spelled in that way if it's male or female. Uh, just let us know, and I'll share that. But they'd like to know your stance on abortion. Well, my personal, I say personal, my personal, I am pro-life. But when it comes to you and your choices, that's not my decision for you. But I would prefer or you know, ad adoption made more accessible, more affordable, um, educational resources, and things of that nature, because there are so many women that are unable to have children that would love to have a child and give them a home. So, you know, I advocate for life too. But again, your body is not, I have nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not my choice. And you did make a statement out there on your website and we're going to take a look at that in a little bit. And J Jackie, Jackie, and uh, it's a she, thank you, Miss Jackie for answer asking that question. And, you know, I think that, you know, the answer is you, you're not trying to hide anything, I, you know, and I don't um, I don't understand some people. They say, oh, you know, what's your stance? What's your stance? Like that's an important stance for some people, but that's not really the foundation of what's really important. And I say that because we're going to take a look at your platform and how you focus on what's really important, that if these questions and issues were addressed, then the idea of abortion would not be the first, first solution, right? It would be uh, the idea of a, an abortion. A person wouldn't want to choose that as a solution. If they had these other things in place, they may not even have to they may not ha even have to get to that question uh, or issue of whether or not they would choose an abortion or not. And that's something that uh, I appreciate about your campaign, that you're for all people. Thanks again, uh, Jackie, for your question. Mm -hmm. And while we're on it, let's just go, let's just go to the, um, to the website. <laughs> So let's go to the website here and we can uh, check out the, we'll share, let's see if we can, yeah, we'll go out here and check out the website and I'll show, and I'll, this right here is the platform 
that you have creatively and nicely outlined for what you stand for, your issues, and I'm saying the issues that you're focusing on. Uh, one thing about issues in a platform, this is an opportunity for people to come and see, and it's right here on the website, rossforussenate.com forward slash platform. And this is a place for people to actually see what the candidate stands for. So if, if that's something that you can look for while you're searching through the different ideologies or the different issues or the pl different platforms of various candidates. Now, I have my candidate. <laughs> I know, Dr. Ross, that you are the candidate for the people here in the state of Missouri. But here on this, um, on your website here, on this platform page, it outlines the issues. Uh, it, you mentioned democracy on your platform uh, page here. Uh, representation, participation, and emancipation. Uh, the First Amendment guarantees freedoms concerning religion, expression, assembly, and the right to petition. So, uh, economic uh, fighting injustice is another one that you, another uh, issue that you stand for. And that's something that you'll focus on in your, uh, while you're, while you are in the Senate. So democracy, fighting injustice. Uh, you're saying that you promise to fight uh, for policies that protect the humanity, the economic dignity, and the well-being of all people in Missouri, in Missourians, and all people represented in you under your constituency. I think that's important. It most uh, definitely is important. Mm -hmm. if, if I wasn't um, running and didn't care about people. I wouldn't even be doing this. <laughs> you know, things need to change. All people need representation. And when I say all, that means everybody, capital A, capital L, capital L. Sometimes people want you to define it. There's no better way to define than what I said. When I say all people, I mean all people. I'm a no nonsense type of person. I'm not gonna sit and play games with you. I'm not gonna lie to you for your vote. But what you see and what I say is exactly what I mean. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wonder. And mm -hmm. if you wonder if you're not clear with something, I will clarify it to you. Um, I know how to meet people where they're at. But when I say all, I mean all. That's no human left behind in any corners of Missouri. I don't mm -hmm. care if it's the suburb, city, or the rural. If you're a, an American citizen and you live in Missouri, I'll represent you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just that simple. I mean, like some people I know have their picks and chooses, but I'm not biased like that. I don't have respect to person who I'm going to represent. If you're a human, you deserve to be represented. I'm unbossed. Nobody's going to tell me what I need to do as far as like um, in cahoots with other people. And you got to do this and you got to do that because we stick together like this. And if it's not representing you, I'm not going for it. Mm -hmm. I'm not bought. <laughs> well, Jamie Johnson is joined. She, thank you, Jamie. She good says, good evening, ladies. Good evening. Good evening, Jamie. And time's too short to play games. I don't want to play games with nobody. I'm not going to play games. Mm -hmm. That's just one thing I'm not going to do. I hear you. I and hear while you. I'm sitting here you're recovering from COVID, I, I wouldn't be sitting here trying to uh, communicate with you just so you know where I stand. All these um, messages keep coming through about uh, where do I stand on abortion? Where do I stand on abortion? Where do I stand on abortion? Okay, I give my answer, but there's other things besides abortion too, because while everyone's so focused on abortion, you don't know what's going underlying that might um, have something else slip from under your feet with your health care, uh, with anything. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's like we can't just focus on one thing. There's other things. There are people that are homeless. There are people that are hungry. Uh, just so much going on. So we can't just focus on one thing. I know people are upset. It's okay to be upset. I, I empathize. I understand. But at the same time, we can't just focus on one thing. You, you just keep moving. And while you keep fighting for that, what you want, but keep moving because there's other things that need to be fought too. Mm 
Yeah, staying focused. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, he says, vote for Ross. <laughs> Thanks, <Andrea. laughs> well, thank you, Kevin. No, thank, thank you, Kevin thank White you. Jr. He says, "Vote for Ross." Uh, the fight for in fighting for injustice is one of the issues on your platform that you uh, promise to do. And when we say promise, these are these are focuses. You know, you do when you get into this position of senator. Uh, these are the expectations that you're looking to offer the people that vote you in. Uh, so fighting for injustice, the economic dignity and well-being of all people. You say that you'll stand against policies that seek to be barriers against democracy and to exclude the most vulnerable Americans economically, educationally, and politically. Right? Right. So, you know, that that's a, a big one because I think that um, I think that what we have gotten in the past with with uh, these candidates that have been voted in, they say that they're going to do something. And then when it's time to vote on what they promise to do, they don't do it. No, they just lied to get your vote. Mm -hmm. That's why I tell people to become politically mature. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Do your research. Just don't vote for somebody because they raise the most money. Just because mm -hmm. they raise the most money, does that mean that they're really going to represent you 100% because they're a good fundraiser? If I mm -hmm. really wanted to be a fundraiser and raise money for this, I could have, but I chose mm -hmm. not to. Yeah, fundraising <laughs> is a is an art in itself, and it's a, uh, something that, you know, you fundraising you, you do it you say what's needed to be said you offer whatever's popular and then you get the money right uh i think i heard someone say today that uh they were looking they would want to give a popular politician another chance in the uh in their on their post if they promise to do something. How if many they times promise people need to get burnt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like duh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm thinking I that too. That. You know, I'm like, what does it take? You know, you voted for this person over and over. They've been a career politician and then they've said all the right things. And then you vote for them because it's a party that you vote for as opposed to a person that you vote for and then again you're looking for them to do something different and they don't that's called insanity keep doing the same thing oh. over and over again expecting different results you're not yeah. going to get it you're going to get the same we don't want that you know can we we're looking to and i was just thinking and and saying how uh we've lost we lost dr martin luther king uh jr uh, what 68, 78, 88, 98, 2008, uh, you know, uh, a long time ago. So we lost him uh, 50 years ago here. And so, and it's still, we're still fighting for injustice or still fighting or saying we're, we're going to accept the, the promises that certain candidates give. And they've proven the track record that they're just, they're not going to do it. They're and I don't want anything from anybody. I'm just trying to help do my part. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, I hear you, sis. You're just trying to help. And I'm just do trying your to part. help. I don't want nothing. <laughs> okay. so, Look, why would someone want something really? And you got people that want to kick back against you and make comments and say, what you ought to do this, you want to do that. But then that's when I say, well, if you have so much to say, then you get on the ballot and you run. Mm -hmm. <laughs> did, well, you, did you put yourself out there? Because if I'm bold enough and brave enough to get out there and run a clean campaign, at least I'm trying it. And I'm trying to do it to represent the people that are not represented. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, thank you, Steve. Steve Niles, <laughs> he says, Dems lie all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, you know, I, I would say that you have people who are running a, on that ticket to that lie. And probably some Republicans that lie too. 
just to get their position. Well, I'm not going to lie for no vote because it's not that serious. I'm not going to, um, what do I say, lose my soul for a campaign. Okay. It's not that serious to me. Like I said, I'm running just to try to be the change that I want to see, but not when it comes to my own integrity and, and who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep it real for me and still keep it real for you. But if that's not what you want, then uh, hey, that's your choice. I'm a person that believes in people have their choices and you're free to your opinion. You're free to your beliefs because I have mine and I'm gonna stick to mine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's where democracy comes in and you're right. <laughs> your, your freedom, like my freedom of religion. I love God, you know. <laughs> I'm God's girl, and I'm not going to let no one take that away from me or try to tell me that I can't say that. That's just not going to happen. And mm -hmm. if people don't like it, you know, hey, that's just too bad. Everybody hollers what they want. This is my right. I love God. <laughs> mm -hmm. that's Thanks. Thanks, Steve, uh, for no, pointing thanks, that out. You know, Dems lie all the time. He also says, he says, oh, who is that? Who are you representing? You should represent the people, not the fraction. And that's that's what we were just mentioning. Sure. Mm -hmm. You know, representing the people, not just because that candidate is a Republican or Democrat. We can't give away such a valuable, precious uh, tool that we have here in, in our Democratic Republic society, which is the vote, you know. Yeah, I'm that away. all people. I don't care about what party. Mm -hmm. Everybody should know that about me by now. I don't care what party. When I ran for Congress in 2020 and won the primary, my story stays the same. I don't care about what party. I just care about all people being represented. No person left behind because there are too many people that need assistance and, and need something. We're supposed to glean and grow and help one another. We're supposed to be our brother's keeper, our sister's keeper, but uh, it, it's not happening. And that's not how we should be. We should help one another. Mm -hmm. Thanks again, Steve, for that. Yeah, thank you, Steve. Thanks again. High five to you as well. Okay. Uh, let's uh, look here again. Now, another uh, issue on your platform that you're uh, looking to focus on once you have uh, gotten in office is health care. And you're saying that you support every person having the right to quality, affordable, and accessible health care, and that you support uh, Medicare for all. Uh, yes. Those that have their private insurance can continue with what they have if they uh, so choose. You support expanding and providing comprehensive care in Missouri's rural areas. Uh, you're an advocate for Medicaid expansion. Uh, you may, uh, we made some progress, you feel, we made some progress, but we need to keep striving for continuous improvement until we see the results we want to see in regards to we the people. Uh, I support, you say, that you support lowering prescription drugs by perhaps developing competition. Uh, no monopoly on pharmacies. Uh, Force them to compete to help keep our health care stabilized and affordable. Uh, you support the S97 Medicare Dental Benefit Act of 2021, the S1873 Medicare Multi-Cancer Early Detection Screening Act of 2021. Those are just human rights. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. just something that people should be able to have. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't even be up for discussion. It should mm -hmm. just be where can I sign up? How can I sign up? How can I get these benefits? Not all this other stuff. America mm -hmm. yes. too much. Mm-hmm. The S-826 Medicare uh, Patent Empowerment Act of 2021, the S-2048 Improving Access to Medicare Coverage Act of 2021, uh, dash 117th, the S-833 Empowerment Medicare Seniors to Negotiate Drug Prices Act of 2021. Now, I agree when we're talking about competition, and this is one, if it's healthy, and that's part of the issue with, I believe, even our American economy. If it's healthy and people get the opportunity to compete, this, the price itself will be regulated based on competition, not based on lobbyists, mm. uh, based on uh, whoever they can you know, talk to and then get their 
uh, big, big drug, big pharma, big ag, agriculture, you know, because I think, I think that even healthcare even starts with the food that we eat as well and the availability of food mm-hmm. too. So with healthcare, um, these things are great that you mentioned, but when we're talking about healthcare too, what about the, the food deserts? and the quality of food that people have access to. And food shouldn't be, the foods that we really need shouldn't be so costly. Mm -hmm. Fresh fruit and vegetables, (laughs) all that, you know, and the farmers need help in that area, in the rural areas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Steve says he loves it. Yes, love it. He says that it should be able, should be able to shop out of state insurance. Now that's an interesting concept too. Um, because then that way, okay, well, here's an opportunity if a state can offer uh, a service or a, a plan that's less expensive than your state, that's where the kind of the healthy competition comes in at. It's not so regulated to the point to where y- you don't have anywhere else to go. Right. And it, it will force price regulation. That's what, that's what, uh, America's kind of built on there, you know, uh, competition. All right. Uh, sustainable economic development. That's another part of your issues, you know, the issue that you stand on and one that you'll focus on. Uh, the pandemic has highlighted the economic divide in Missouri and across America. Uh, let's analyze taxes and spending and make sure funds are allocated appropriately. Hardworking Missourians have been impacted, and we must, as a whole, ensure that all are represented. As a single parent, I lived through trying to make ends meet to ensure that my family was fed and cared for. And what you're saying is you'll work tirelessly to make sure that families in Missouri have access to jobs in rural Missouri and every corner of Missouri, and to ensure that families have access to affordable child care and pre-K as uh, parents. And we need a cost of living adjustment right Mm -hmm. now. Missouri Mm -hmm. needs a cost of living adjustment. Mm -hmm. If if we're in all this inflation going on and the price of gas is going up and the price of food is going up and everything is increasing and people have the same salary, it's not helping Mm -hmm. the people. Oh, no, I agree. It's hurting. You know, I noticed that, well, you know, they had checks, stimulus checks come out, which... You know, stimulate, you know, there was, I have my own ideals about that, but they'll hand you the stimulus checks, which, you know, you do report on your taxes now, believe it or not, it's not a (laughs) tax-free stimulus check. And so you get your stimulus check, but now this year, uh, they're, they've taken it all back in gas. Right. (laughs) That's a shame. Save, save the, the money that you got back. It got in your stimulus for the for the gas and here steve says lobbyists mean nothing they are harmless it's the elected member that does the harm to the people and at that time fails the people okay okay well i agree that lobbyists uh mean nothing they are harmless i believe that it, lobbyists are like a, a bug or a uh, a fly in your ear. Right? <laughs> I fly, don't bother me. <laughs> you know, and you know, the more lobbyists that come, you know, you'll have one from this um, farm, farm, a big farm, ag or whatever, and they just they're flying around, but they are annoying. Okay, uh, and I think that uh, just depends on the biggest one. You know, <laughs> if you're going to do that analogy of a fly, and then here's the frog. <laughs> frog sitting there mm, it's the big one here you know they're gonna take the bite they're gonna chomp on the biggest fly out there so being using that analogy that the uh frog is the elected official and yes i believe that they do more does the harm to the people and at that time they fail the people because they fall for it they sell out it and, and sell their vote to that uh, to that lobby interest group. So there we go. <laughs> go, Steve. <laughs> go, Steve. All right, Steve. Some frogs like the flies. 
<laughs> yes, the dollar signs. She's got it for sure. Most deaf. All right. So now the pandemic has also made families more vulnerable to predatory lenders. And again, that's the economic development part. And you support and will fight to ensure that the Veterans and Consumers Fair Credit Act is passed. Uh, that's an important uh, issue for you as well. Now, you know, you had mentioned something about rule, the rule um, areas to make sure that they have more jobs, have access to jobs in rural areas. You know, one thing as uh, technology, and what, right now we're on a piece of technology that with a great internet uh, connection, you can do a lot, right? So I asked, the being on the campaign trail, uh, I had asked one of the groups, the members of one of the groups on the campaign trail, how their internet fared. How, how was their internet? What, did they have good internet? And I, the response that I got was that, that they didn't do much on the internet. This was maybe an older gentleman, but it seemed that his wife was able to do whatever she were, was wanting to do on the internet. But, you know, I agree that if you have a, an internet connection that is good, the technology that goes out to the rural area, then that will bring more jobs to that area because right now there's a work from home. There's work from home processes. Well, too, that, um, with the rural um, being in Bowling Green and Warsaw and all that and traveling on the campaign trail and you're following using your phone for GPS. And once your phone goes out, that that's it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they need uh, um, broadband. They need Internet because mm -hmm. if. I felt uncomfortable not knowing where I'm going and it's just a two way road, you know, and they're, <laughs> they don't have much. They mm -hmm. need the internet. Mm -hmm. They need um, hospitals and clinics in their area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a need. Mm -hmm. And just because they live in a, a rural area, because I live in district six, most of district six is rural. Mm -hmm. So that's how I know about it more so than, you know, the other areas. But with those districts being, I mean, with those areas in the different counties being rural, they have a need and they're often neglected. And that's the first thing that they'll tell you is that they're neglected. Mm -hmm. They have needs of the farmers, the infrastructure, the flood mitigation. They need so much, but they're always looked over because they're in a rural area like they don't matter. They do matter. They matter to me. Well, speaking of a flood situation, uh, there was a train derailment here today. Uh, in the state of Missouri, northern Missouri, I believe it's about 100 miles uh, east of Kansas City, where an Amtrak train was derailed, right? And the point of where it derailed was from, this is just kind of secondhand information with people that do live in that area, but to kind of prove the point, that area was in a flood zone. So what they did was is for the infrastructure, the road infrastructure for this Amtrak train that was traveling from the West Coast to Chicago, that infrastructure, that track was going on an incline that was built up of rocks. <laughs> an incline, slight incline that was built up on rocks. And the dump truck that was trying to get cross over the train track was of course heavy and it got stuck there and it could move and then here comes the train so we're talking about infrastructure here uh the infrastructure bill uh, i believe that you know even though it was approved a lot of money was was sent out and everything but i i still think that it still needs to be monitored with the different committees to make sure that yes, Missouri gets what they need uh, for the infrastructure and that the railroad system, I mean, there would be no way, uh, you know, they know that it's there, that that incline was there. And, you know, these railroads, they don't have the different bars that go up and down to block people and the, to keep them from uh, crossing over. Well, because the train is coming or warning them that the train is coming. Well, what happens is 
They just have just the little sign. I mean, infrastructure bill in rural communities, that would have kept that rural community from being uh, affected by that or any community, <laughs> but especially rural because of it being in a flood zone, right? Where it was not properly paved or properly put in place for that type of transportation. The and bridges need to be repaired as well. Bridges need to be repaired, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. things like that. And, and that would bring jobs to uh, the rural areas as well. Another uh, thing that would bring um, jobs, you know, there's a lot of homeless people. Hmm. And there are a lot of condemned buildings and houses around Missouri. If those buildings were rehabbed and turned into transitional housing mm -hmm. or uh, rehab centers, then people would get off the streets and it also creates jobs for people. Mm -hmm. And in those programs, they could have um, financial literacy and um, essential careers, you know, how to obtain employment and things like that, you know. Mm -hmm. If someone wants to become an entrepreneur and have those grants and funding and resources available, get the people that are homeless off the street. Like I said, it'll make jobs and that will help build the economy. Well, I, here, here you go. You be, yes, because here you also mentioned that you also support fighting for affordable housing and programs that will help homeless veterans, too. Yeah. Uh, in addition to working to make sure all have access to the Internet. So we just talked about that. Uh, you support the uh, country of origin labeling and support uh, to our row crop producers. Yeah, that's for the farmers, and we should have stuff that's made in America. Mm -hmm. Oh, most so, definitely. Put your own. Take care oh, of home. I believe that goodness. we should take care of home, too. It's okay to help other countries. Other mm -hmm. countries, they take care of other people and everything else, but we say we don't have any money, but we help everybody else. Helping and everybody else. Charity yeah. begins at home. And yeah. that's one thing that really bothers me. It, it's like you can find money for this, that, and the other, but what about people that are right here? Help mm -hmm. us. <laughs> yes, you support a Let's national adaption policy that includes investment in infrastructure so we talked about that flood mitigation efforts in sustainable farming and communication and collaboration with the entire uh, communities you support initiatives to promote and assist the education initiative economic development crime prevention family and financial literacy so you also mentioned here that you support education for public schools uh, yeah. They should be adequately funded without any restrictions. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, for all areas. Whatever the suburb have, the rural and the inner city should have the same. And classrooms that are clean, clean air, uh, um, you know, the best technology and quality teachers uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> and tutoring programs, you know, programs that will help children that might need a little extra help. Sure, sure. Well, because there are too many children that probably cannot read. Oh, falling behind. I think uh -huh. that the different school systems, uh, they don't really focus on making sure that all kids can at least read graduating from high school, uh, reading on a certain level. Uh, at, just it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, so in, to be in support of education and, and looking into what, uh, we can do to educate better in, in all communities. I commend that too. Uh, now, let's see, voting reform. So let's reason together, you say, and define election integrity. Let's move forward. All parties, bipartisan. This is a distraction. It is a distraction. I'm, I'm tired of all that. I'm just going to say it. Just let people vote. <laughs> and mm -hmm. let's move on. Let's stop the someone stole the election and it's just craziness. It doesn't make sense. This is 2022. We got to do better. We're not trying to go backwards. We're trying to move forward and try to do better. Let people cast their vote and be done. If you lose, you just lose. Try again in the next two years or the next four years or the next six years. Okay. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> now you say you to ensure that uh, the right to vote is no longer at risk. You support the S1 for the People Act of 2021 and the S-481 
Democracy Restoration Act of 2021. Those Senate bills. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, we're almost done here. We just have a couple of uh, more issues that, that you're, you're looking to focus on once you're voted in as the United States Senate representing, Senator representing the uh, state of Missouri. So gun violence, mass incarceration, prison reform, mental health, uh, rehabilitative programs and urban initiatives. Okay. A growing number of children die early daily across Missouri and America because of gun violence. Our children deserve reform. Now you say, I support the second amendment, not advocating for it, but it can be effective with gun control. Uh, public policy is something we must be concerned about. Everyone has to be protected. It can be done in a proper and adequate way. Background checks on all gun sales and waiting periods so guns do not get into the wrong hands. And then you support funding programs that will help with mental health, substance abuse, and programs that help rehabilitate individuals. And with the Second Amendment and, and um gun violence. Some people think that immediately that you want to take their guns from them. Mm -hmm. It's not what common gun sense law means. It just means there's a background check and you may have to wait a little bit longer if they have a waiting period, but it will help save lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a record, you still will have your gun, mm -hmm. you know, so no one's not trying to take that away. It's just that these AR-15 and people with mental health or hate issues get guns and do heinous horrible things that should not happen. Mm -hmm. Innocent lives shouldn't be taken just because you don't like somebody because of the color of their skin or you just have a mental issue and you need, you really need help. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so guns don't kill people. The people, people the don't. person that hold the gun is the one that's doing, right. making the decision, right. making the choice. Right. So, I mean, that's what that is. And in mass incarceration, you know, I used to work in the prison. He said, get rid of the personal property tax. That would help the people. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. <laughs> totally well, agree. You know, but that's another way for the state to actually, uh, that's the way that they make money. They, they, that that's the taxation part. Well, when I first moved here, and I still was trying to figure out how I um, owed this property. I was like, why do I own this money for? They're like, because well, I, I ran a townhome. Oh, it's um, for parking your car. But oh. I parked my car in my garage. Why do I got to pay this extra money? <laughs> and, and coming from Minnesota, you know, you, we used to get other tax in incentives here. I feel like I'm getting robbed. <laughs> for real. Oh, oh, Steve. <laughs> Then we take it too much mm. <laughs> and then don't give back. Mm -hmm. They take from you, but don't give you nothing in return. No, no, they don't. <laughs> uh, some of it, you, huh? some of that personal property tax, you can write it off on your personal taxes at the end of the year. Some of that you can, if uh, just depending on what it is too. And it's not much of a deduction, you know, but and in the years past, I think I might have been able to put some numbers in there for it and uh, see what see what happens. You know, you plug in the numbers and see what happens. Uh, let's see. Would never agree with that. There's nothing wrong with presenting in a, a Missouri ID to protect the vote. Uh, <clears throat> now, what do you think about the ID, you know, to... Uh, I think, well, I, I have my opinion. I'm trying to think of a way to ask this question. Well, now, when I went to vote for myself today. Okay, tell I, us I about early, that. I went tell to early vote because I'm, I'm recovering from COVID. And so when it, everybody's out on election day and all that, I'm not trying to be in a crowd. So I just showed my ID, my driver's license and voted. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, Missouri voter ID, the Missouri, one of the issues with voting is that, uh, because of the Jim Crow laws in the states that uh, oppress voter registration and voter rights of people, one of the tactics that was used is that you had to, uh, you know, show some type of identification in different ways or show that uh, 
you could pass uh, some type of test. You know, it was just, it was set up to have the person fail. Right. And with the ID in itself, uh, the Missouri had put in place a way to where you can vote uh, and then they would make a way for you to go to the uh, the uh, registration, the ID registration place, and you can get a Missouri ID to bring it back and then show that that would be you to vote, that would vote. Now, all of this Missouri uh, voter ID protection uh, and all of that, those issues are really issues to me when people aren't prepared to vote. So uh, you moved or you're a student uh, and you don't really have the ID or you're a young person or and you don't really have the ID to show that you are maybe still at that particular address. Maybe you registered to vote in, at your parents' house or, or and then now uh, you've moved and you don't, you, you know, you're trying to move your precinct. But see, when, when and this is what voter registration is important and to know uh, when you can vote and when, uh, when you can register to vote and to, to be pre prepared to vote. So when, when you move, it would be a good idea to change, change your address, right, when you get your ID your driver's license or your Missouri state ID, but then also register to vote, change your voter registration at that time. And I think that they may have a process in place in the state of Missouri to where you can register to vote, or if you're not a registered voter, that used to be a question. See, I've been around a long time. So. Well, I know I read somewhere the other week in Missouri is trying to work on something that, um, that people that are disabled that usually have someone um, help them vote. They're trying to take that away. Mm, okay. And also, um, what is the one that people want vetoed? Uh, 1787? Like 1785, I can't remember. But mm -hmm. there's just a lot going on. It is. But <laughs> the, the thing about, I think, presenting a Missouri ID in order to, to vote, um, that, to me, is just another way to to stop a person from voting and hinder a person from voting when it's when they're trying to vote late or when they're trying to vote on the day of, of election. Voting is a process that I think a person needs to be aware of way before the election date. So our election date for the primary is August the 2nd. Well, the last day to register to vote is July the 6th. So we're looking at next week. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So that's another reason why we're on here talking, because uh, I think voting should require. Uh, well, it does require, let's just say, uh, responsibility as a citizen. But then, of course, the education part of it needs to be out there, too. Right. So we need to make people aware, educate people, make them aware of these dates and then the processes of what to do in order to register to vote. And then there's no questions asked, you know, it's like anything else. If well, you're first of all, we need to get people to vote because some people don't even vote in the primary. They only vote in the general election. And Good what point. they fail to realize is when you just vote in the general election, your local election is really what affects you. <laughs> mm hmm that, that is a good point. So that, that's another, what I'm hearing you say too, Doc, is yes, we are, we need to be aware and vote in the primary as well as the general election. Exactly. And I think that there are very, very educated people that do not understand the voting process. They don't even understand Missouri Senate versus U.S. Senate, because I've had several people tell me that they can't vote for me because they don't live in my area. Mm -hmm. I'm running for U.S. Senate. They understand it better when you say you're running for Roy Blunt's open seat. Then it's mm -hmm. like, oh, OK. Guys okay. had it forever. And I think you know. people are just so tired of politics anyways. They're tired of politics. They're tired of politicians. They're tired as business as usual. A lot of people probably don't even follow and um, keep up with it because they think it's just a bunch of mess, drama, and chaos. 
Mm-hmm. And I would agree with them, but that might be why they might wait to the last minute to change their voter registration or they want to know who's running or if they don't know you, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is, but we people need to do better and just... That's why I think it's important for elected officials to have regular town hall meetings and information newsletters, um, email blasts that come out on a continuous basis. So if they're consistent with it, then the people will know and expect it. And then you engage the people because you're bringing them in together and then they take part and ownership of their community. And then when people take ownership, then they feel like they're a part of it. They'll more so um, participate. And people are only resistant sometimes to change when they feel like you're trying to force them to do something. And it's not always what you say, but it's how you say it and how things are presented. Because I think a whole lot could be eliminated if things were said differently or, um, you know, just conveyed in a different way where people can understand it. You got to know how to talk to people, mm-hmm. not talk at people. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. even like with my personality, you're not going to tell me, you're going to know, you better talk to me. <laughs> I hear you. You're not going to come at me like that. Let's get an understanding. Everybody's not always going to agree on everything. Everybody might not always get along, but you still should be respectful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve, he he says, how can we issue a warrant for someone's arrest and have it put into a national system quickly, but cannot red flag them for purchasing a gun and making it instant? Okay. That's a good question. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Steve, with the, with the red flag, you know, because some people might, let's just say, Steve, you got to friend that doesn't like you (laughs) that you work with and he knows that you have a gun and just because he doesn't like you he'll call and lie on you and get your gun taken from you and then they can come back and rob you because they know you don't have a gun i mean people do lie like that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i mean but there are other instances where people do have issues where they get the gun and they can't harm you Mm. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we would have to work together on how to, to issue think about. Uh-huh. and work wow. on that together. Cool. Cause that's not just a simple, quick answer. I'm mm-hmm. one who will say, I don't know. Let's, let's talk about it. Let's mm-hmm. work together. I'm not going to sit up here and say, Oh, we could do this. This just be lying. And no, <laughs> don't I gotta think answer. about that a little bit. Sure. Yeah, that's a good answer. All right. Early voting fixes this. So I think uh, what I'm hearing, uh, Steve, is that you agree with early voting. Uh, get that mm-hmm. voting in. And then if there are any hiccups because you went in there to vote early, it's like, oh, well, you can't vote. You're going to need this, 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 and that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's worth it. You know, if you're wanting to drive a car and you need a car registered, your car registered, you need tags on your car. They say, okay, well, you can't drive the car until you get this, 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 and that. Okay, I bet we would. I bet we'd go get it then. Because like this a- one right here, this is telling me it's time to get my tags renewed. <laughs> so I got my postcard, so I know what to do. That's an important thing. That's an important thing. All right. And you want to get on the airplane? You need your driver's license or a passport. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And voting should be taken just as seriously as those actions of life as an American citizen. And there should be a law passed. No tax increases can happen during a primary. This is how city schools and utilities push taxes on people. Okay, so I'm hearing that Steve, in his opinion, and what he's seeing, what he's observed, uh, that there should be a law. No tax increases can happen during a primary. You know, they put a lot on the uh, on the. Um, they put a lot on the the ballot even to vote during the during the primary elections uh, uh there's just a lot going on with that so you know that's something to think about i think that where they may not be able to get a an instant tax you know by putting it on the ballots to increase the taxes during a primary well but they get it they're getting us with that fuel tax yeah they sure are you know uh, <laughs> They're getting us with that. So that's one that that they this it seems to the industry seems to be able to regulate one way or another. They're gonna get that money, uh, that tax, whether we want to pay it or not, we have to get to work in places. 
And Steve says, evil things happen during primaries due to lack of voter turnout. Because mm -hmm. they know statement. that you ain't coming out to vote. What a <laughs> statement. What a statement. Steve, what part of Missouri are you in? Where are you at? What district? Hmm. We'll uh, get some answers. Steve, what, what part of Missouri are you in? Where are you? What area are you in? What district? Yeah, evil things happen during primaries during due to lack of voter turnout. We want people to vote. Vote, 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 vote. Register to vote. Vote, uh, register to vote early. Vote early. Vote early voter registration. Do all of what you can. Mm -hmm. And uh, vote for the candidate that you know is the better candidate. Not just because you vote based on the party. Don't look at the money. Quit, quit. <laughs> Quit just turning over a valuable uh, piece of your right as a as a uh, as a citizen of the United States to just hand over a vote just because of a party. Mm -mm. Vote okay. like your life and your future depends on it. Your because family's it, future. It, does. it, it yeah. really does. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. He says he's in St. Louis. Okay. I said, I wish I was in yours. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Platt City. <laughs> All right. Same and you're in Oak Grove. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're in Missouri. We're in Missouri. So this is your U Missouri U.S. Senate candidate that is, uh, is going to replace Roy Blunt's old seat. For okay. sure. This is the show me state. But like how Steve is um, conversing back and forth, this is what needs to happen mm -hmm. on a continuous basis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He says that he's in our area a lot. Okay. So he knows all of the barbecue joints, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know, still haven't been to Q39. I heard it was really good. Oh, really? Is That must be a new one. I'm just into the old, old school ones. Q39. I like Jack Stack. Jack Stack is good. Jack Stack is good. They're, they're holding it down. They are definitely holding it down. Okay, so we've talked about the... Uh, that issue and what you stand for on that, uh, your platform, climate change, you support education awareness in regards to climate change and its importance to healthcare in urban core, corn harvests and rural areas. You also support tax and financial incentives for renewable energy. Yep, solar panels and all that. Mm -hmm. You know, we may not be able to glean the benefits of renewable energy now, but I think that there should be monies invested. Uh, you know, we have to have the fuel now, but, you know, look at the money that's, that can be invested for tomorrow's renewable energy or efforts, energy needs. And that's why I believe renewable energy is so important too. You know, you can't, you know, what is it about coal? And, you know, I think we're really on nuclear energy. We have a nuclear power plant that uh, provides energy for the greater Kansas City, Missouri area, Wichita uh, area. And they're, they're getting older, you know. They, everybody has their arguments about what clean energy is. But I do believe in renewal, renewable energy uh, that will give people a chance to grow clean as we grow into the future, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, we should use all of our resources. We need we clean air. Mm -hmm. We should. Clean air, clean water, no lead. Mm -hmm. You know, just run those tests and... Make sure everything is good for us. We oh. need healthy people. He said burnt ends. Burnt ends. I didn't even know what that was until I moved here. Yeah. I got so confused. Well, because in Minnesota, we they would just say, do you want baby back or spare ribs? So when I got here and the first time I went to Gates, I really was lost. Oh, my goodness. Burnt ends. I was That's so right. lost. Steve. I was like, what? <laughs> His bar favorite burnt ends. Burnt ends. You know, <laughs> hey, I tell you that burnt in sandwich, you know, you get a gates. Now they kind of falling off a little bit. They, you know, I'm just saying, and that's hey, that's just to encourage you, Gates. That's to encourage you to kind of pick it up a little bit. You know, put some meat on them burnt ends. Don't put all the gristle and stuff up in it where you can't eat it, okay? <laughs> All right, Steve. Come on now. You're doing great with this. 
He says solar work in Missouri part partly, but wind energy will never be effective due to not enough flat land. And see, that's those are scientific research analysis that mm-hmm. that Steve has looked into. It's like, okay, you know, he can make that statement because it's like, okay, there are people as a community, as as uh, innovators and in the nation, in the country, you know, we're looking at different energy options here. He says, I really think nuclear is key and today is very safe. And there was a time when nuclear, no, it wasn't. I mean, you can see all those scare stories, but yeah, it's better. It's cleaner now. Uh, But of course, our power plants, our nuclear power plants are getting older and that that needs to be addressed too. But definitely um, clean energy renewable energy ways to effectively power the nation the power mm-hmm. give people the power give people the power to, to eat better live better yeah definitely all right doc i tell you what what can we say what can we say you that know <laughs> good job today uh you know this is just an opportunity for us to talk and chat uh, thank you for those who took advantage of this opportunity, who participated. And it helps, it helps, I believe it helps the campaign, you know, Doc. Definitely helps the campaign to help us uh, know we're coming into the home stretch. And this still, it's going to be a time where it's not over until we as a people get in those machines and vote. Those voter machines get in there and make that vote. And this is just another way to definitely uh, talk about and clarify uh, where Dr. Gina Ross stands on her platform. It's been out there. It, that platform has not changed. <laughs> she did that platform last year. Okay, yeah, it, it changed for a minute behind my back today. Oh but, my goodness! No, but that it's was, been fixed. Oh my goodness, it did. Force, you know, there's a slight, slight issue, but you know, it was rectified. And uh, this is something that these are these are meaty things. These are foundational things that, if addressed and focused on, then the other issues will will be resolved, or they'll. they'll I think be, everything will fall into place. They'll fall into place. It'll be easier to talk about. I'm a strategic person. I like to plan. I like to do my research and, you know, work with others. Like I said, collaborate and work as a team to make it better. And like I said, every district doesn't have the same needs. Every district, every area might have different needs, but there's something for everybody. Nobody has to be left behind. And that is what my goal would be if I was elected. Like I said, I'm not doing this just for fun or because... (laughs) No other reason. I just want to help. I just want to try to be the change that I want to see. So when I leave this earth, I can leave saying I did my part. I I tried to give back to the community. I didn't just sit back and talk about it. This is the show me state because see, when I moved here, starting life all over again, it was a little rough. And Missouri is not that generous. So I struggled, but I worked very hard to get where I am today. And so, you know, and God was my help. He was my strength. But what I'm just saying is if we all work together, um, nothing's impossible. And, you know, with all the chaos that's going on now with the parties, if we can just get everybody on the same page without people with their own personal agendas, um, we could do so much more to help all Missourians. There's no reason to have resources and they're not accessible to us and we can't get at them. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, thanks, Steve. Steve says good luck. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Blunt guy, he, uh, a few years back, but he left the people. Blunt left the people. He never got a vote from me again. Okay. Well, this is going to change, Doc. You know, when you get in there, you know, it won't be the first first run. We want you to hang in there and continue to do good work uh, for and speak for the, the people of Missouri, representing the people of Missouri in the United States uh, government. uh, senatorial position there. So thanks again. And thank you again for joining. Thank and you for joining. We're and please be- share. Because the media sometimes likes to leave me out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I know I'm more than enough. I know who I am. Um, mm-hmm. But if you could just share, that would be nice. Sure. Thanks again.
Thank you. Have a good evening, everyone. Number two on the ballot. That's right. You are number two on the ballot. Number two on the ballot. That's good to, to know, guys. I'm Dr. Gina Ross, and I'm running for U.S. Senate for the state of Missouri. I'm good trouble because people are my first priority. I will stay true to all people as I stay true to myself. I'm unbossed, unbought, and unbiased, paving the way for change. Please follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or go to my website, RossForUSSenate.com. We're better together, building a better tomorrow beginning today. Business as usual is no longer acceptable. And feel free to make a contribution. No dollar amount is too small. Thank you very much. Free from myself, there's a liberty in Christ.